Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. <laughs> All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. <laughs> Aren't you recording? You gonna record this time? Rob, I am gonna totally ask you to turn off your, your Mac. It's just making some fucking noise. Yeah, you guys have a day to rest and recuperate for your next battle. Uh, you're not allowed to leave the Sinobi beneath the arena, but you guys can do a little bit of shopping out of the DMG or ask for Fuzzy to bring his, you know, random assortment of magic items in or something. I don't know. Yeah. Not doing great on the monies? I mean, we did win money. Did win money, but I think a lot of it's uh, tied up or been already spent at Fuzzies. <laughs> most of most of it we spent at Fuzzies. Fair enough. Well, you guys can place bets when your next arena fight is announced, just before the battle. Okay. So yeah, what? How do you guys want to go about searching this place for the Baron? Do you guys remember the layout at all? Circle. Circle. Okay. Yeah. So the and arena. The water. And the right. Land. So right now you guys are in the Sinobi, which is like this underground area in the arena, which has like a river that runs through it. And there's two different sections of it. There's the upper section and there's the lower section. And the upper section leads into the arena proper, which has a bunch of stuff all around this big wheel. The lower section leads into this, like, little lake, which on the other side of it, you guys know that there's, like, a ghoul wearing. You believe that there might be some stuff behind it, but you're not 100% mm -hmm. sure. Um, or you can look around the arena itself. And there's a couple different ways to enter the arena. There's the lower section of the arena, and there's the upper section of the arena. Didn't, uh, didn't Crunk already do a bunch of recon? He did. Uh, I did do some sneaking around over there. Sneak, sneak. You know some, you, you know this basic stuff, Crunk, as well as knowing that there was some inner, inner parts of the upper section of the arena that you did not look at, including, like, mess halls and, you know, areas for, like, guards and stuff. That were just swamp. That were just over. You know, they were just swamped with guards, so you couldn't like properly sneak around them. You just had like a quick round. Well, there wasn't enough space to get through. Right. Yeah. Gotta get a distraction. And uh, you, you, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Let's blast them. <laughs> there's like the low. There's the low road or the high road, essentially. Shoot them up. I'm thinking it's underground, so we should probably take the low road. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, logically. Unless you gotta go up to go down. You gotta go all the way well, to the top. Well, then we find some telling... door that couldn't open. Or oh, that that was somewhere else. That was outside of the arena. That's mm. gotcha. you. When you guys were searching through the sewers, you found Octo Spearman's uh, hideout. Lair. Yeah. And he it was uh, connected that's to the arena. Excavated the door. The, oh, the mechanist altar. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> so we got the the water pool in one direction. Right. Water pool is the pool. Right. I can't deal with the ghouls right now. That sounds like a terrible idea. Why? Because I can't turn them. Well, Paylor thinks they should live too right bad. now. <laughs> it's too fucking bad. We gotta deal with ghouls. Crump get a uh, rain invisibility or no? Mm -hmm. Do you have fly? Yes, I can fly. Cast fly on Crump. <laughs> it's true. true. And I can move silently, him so him I can fly around silently invisible. Make him invisible and fly in like, silent. <laughs> basically be a ghost. Be Peter Pan, dude. Yeah. I'm flying. Just your shadows on the ground. <laughs> How long does your invisibility last? Mm, level seven, right? So you could fly for seven minutes. If she casts it on you. I think his invisibility rings for like two minutes, and it so needs. Two or and I would. I'm gonna go ahead and say two. that it needs equal amount of time to recharge that to full battery battery pack use. You know what I mean? 
So you use it for two minutes, wait two minutes? Right. That's so good. Isn't that oh right? my god. Because <laughs> oh, uh, no. that, that means spawn. I can only use it once per combat. Well, right now for recon, that's broken. <laughs> yeah, dude, just I go hide in the corner. <laughs> yeah, just carry a box around with you and put the box over yourself. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Draw a smiley face on it. Just crunch face on the front of the box. <laughs> I can't remember what the box is in my gear solid. People will be like, what is this shipping box? Crunk supplies, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah put, it with, put it in the, in the corner, it's fine. We try to steal it. They put, they put other boxes on top, you can't escape. Yikes. <laughs> uh, that's, that's silly. Alright, so, well, I guess I'll look around a little bit more, see if I can get up there. Is the, how the guards looking? Okay, so you're gonna, you, you are flying and invisible. Yes. Pew pew! Okay. Only fly for seven minutes though. Make okay, so make a make a stealth check, make a high check, because you're gonna you're gonna probably be able to like recon most of this place in about two minutes, but you'll need to probably stop and take a break. I only have three minutes of fly. Right. I got a I got a thirty one. Okay, yeah. So you are pretty easily able to. Does fly make <laughs> noise? <laughs> no, he doesn't. So he doesn't even make. He doesn't well, you want me to make a move silently check? I have like a plus twenty two to that. Right. So. Okay. Like, I just imagine you, like, scrunching up your cloak and just, like, floating past guards where you guys are. So you fly up the staircase out of the Sonobi that leads up to the first floor, and it leads you into what appears to be, like, the North Hall. You probably came through here when you guys were taken down into the Sonobi, so you recognize this place, and you weren't really able to check out this upper section. But there's the circle, circular path to the left, to the right, and there's a doorway straight down. And then in the center of this room, there's a statue of the Raven Queen. You don't really know the layout of these inner rooms at all. You know sort of the way that the outer rooms work, or, and it's just like, it's a circle which leads to various exits into the arena itself. And there's a doorway that leads into the into like the center area of rooms. And if you look into that corridor, it, look, it appears that there are six identical cells, each one made of like metal. They have like metal, metal gates on the front. And inside is a uh, different kind of sleeping V-line different lion or something as you like look into this room one of the ones that's like closest to the doorway like picks its heads up and like sniffs at the air a little bit and like kind of sniffs in your direction a little bit but uh none of the guards seem to notice as you look down to the end of this corridor there is a circular room with a domed center on it is the is the globe and there's like a map of the world with the greyhawk the city that you're in right in the middle and it like shows the landscape all around it and it's like made out of this like stained glass. There's four hallways that lead off of this room, the one that you came out of. To the left, looks like it leads into some guard room, break hall, and you can see like guards playing cards. Guards playing cards. And like, you know, shooting the shit down this one hallway. Down the other one, you see what looks like a workshop of some sort. It looks like there's a bunch of tools, metal scraps, rags, and you can hear like a hammering. Somebody is like crafting some armor or fixing something. Down the final hallway, directly to the south, uh, what looks like death row. The cells here hold prisoners who have been condemned to death. And, you know, according to the schedule on the wall, these guys are ordered for execution in the arena. Mm. Some of them are already dead, or most of them are already unconscious. But there's one that you see which looks different than the other ones. Right? And you go all the way down to the very last cell, and there's like a broom co- cupboard or some shit beyond like just in the door past it and in the last cell you like look as you turn back around you like look in it and you see 
Rorsk, the undead cleric that you guys saw in the sewers. He looks up as you, like, fly past, and he looks right at you. He, like, points a wrinkled finger up at you. One of three! Now you see uh, what you do want to be. Follow them. Follow them. My blind eyes see what theirs cannot. Follow them. And he points into the broom cupboard. Follow them. Follow them. And, like, some of the other, like, prisoners are like, Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> And the guy next to him. The guy next to him is like, oh, he stinks. Yeah. <laughs> they can't keep a, a rotting man in here, can they? Yeah. Oh, he's fine. He'll, yeah, he'll walk it off. Guards in here? No. There's guards at the en- en- entryway, but you like were able to fl- flight past them. And right around now is probably when your your timer's running out, kind of thing. So you probably need to take a minute and like hide at the end of this hallway and, like, let your invisibility ring recharge for a second. Okay. How big is this closet? Make a perception check in this closet. Mm, 20. This small cellar contains several barrels and several hundred glass bottles on shelves. On the south wall, the air is thick with the smell of vinegar and wine. This small broom cupboard and wine cellar holds a number of, like, racks of just wines and different things in it. With your 20, Rob, you notice that there's some, like, scuffling on the floor right by the left side of one of the racks. All right, well, can I look for, like, a button or something? See if um, there's anything, <clears throat> levers, fake door, you know, uh, you know, fake rack door, scuffles, but what kind of scuffles? Okay, so you, you, talk? you, like, start examining this scuff on the ground, and it's, like, an arc, almost like the wall can be pulled away. And as you, like, are looking around, you, you find, like, a, one of the wine bottles and, like, push it up or whatever. And you take, you know, you have two minutes to, like, really look around this rack. Mm-hmm. And you manage to push up on it. And behind it, as it swings open, you see a door. All right. I'm going to hide in here until my invisibility ring is back. Okay. I'm going to activate it. And then go listen at the door. Okay. I'm going to make it back. You do not hear anything. No, I'm going to check the traps. Hire a little good for you. All right. <laughs> Okay, you check it for traps this time. <laughs> I'm not giving you a higher level the next one for one of these. So you check for traps. Make a check, track check. A 16. Plus bonuses? Plus bonuses. Um, okay. So you're able to um, find that there is a arcane spell trigger on this door so that when it's opened, the uh, door will set off a glyph of warding trap. And you're able to set the handle up just right and like poke a fucking pick into the into the door into the door frame and like slide it up while you're standing to the left of it and you see the spell goes off and there's a but because you like hung a sheet up around it or whatever the sound's dampened and the door opens <laughs> <laughs> I keep a sheet in my back pocket really engineered that to go well <laughs> It's just 16 handkerchiefs knitted together. Right. <laughs> it's just an entire roll of paper towel. <laughs> you mummify it. <laughs> right, so you take the paper towel down and you roll it back up into the full thing and put it in your bag. Yeah. And uh, you open this door. <laughs> paper towel is definitely part of the standard adventuring party gear from now on. Well, what are you going to clean your hand <laughs> of? Right, you got to wipe up somehow. Yeah. What else are you going to clean the axe body spray off with you? <laughs> Blood, the original hatch body spray. Oh, <laughs> shit. Behind this, this door, there are 
symbols and mosaics that are very reminiscent at this point. They are the same sigils and snake iconography that you've seen so many other times. But the only thing in this small room <clears throat> is a mirror. And it's on like a little stand. I'm going to kind of cautiously kind of like, I'm going to stay back, but I'm going to kind of see if I can kind of get in front of it a little bit. I'm still invisible. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting to not see myself. You do not see yourself. Okay. God, this is just going to be an empty room with nothing in it, isn't it? And I'm just going to be, like, dicking around in here like an asshole. <laughs> I mean, it's got a mirror in it, but, yeah, you are kind of just, like, an invisible asshole looking at yourself in front of a mirror. You know, I don't see anything. I'm going to kind of get closer to it, kind of keep looking at it. I'm going to inspect it closely. Okay, as you get very close to the mirror, you notice that the mirror itself is not made of glass, but it looks like it's made out of some kind of metallic liquid. Joe, it's definitely a portal. Yo, I'm gonna jump in the portal. I'm not gonna jump in the portal. <laughs> Rob, higher low good for you. Beep boop bop. Don't jump. Higher <laughs> low good for you. you just no, we're cutting this. <laughs> Gone forever. Hi. Okay, I rolled an eight. I'm an eight sided dice, so you're good. Okay. Um, you it crosses your mind. You're like right there, though. <laughs> I'm a risk taker. Right. I'm going to start giving you negatives on these high, higher lows to change your character's mind halfway through. <laughs> the wearer yeah, wear holds you back. It's like, yeah. no! Oh, I'm not going to do that, buddy! <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else around the room that I could, like, you toss hear, in there on a rope? You hear the wearer rat just in your head. I'm stuck to an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you find like a rock, you probably have like a little bit of rope. You have a bunch of paper towel. I, yeah. That's all. You can toss a paper towel yeah. roll in there. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, it, go, it goes into the mirror. Just very portal like, just as you suspected. It is, in fact, some kind of mirror portal. Alright, well then, I'm gonna be like, beep, boop, boop. I found a weird mirror that looks like a portal. I threw some paper towels into it. And you guys are like, <laughs> and you guys are like, who the fuck is talking? <laughs> You guys are, who's, who's on this walkie-talkie? Is that Crunk? You must have a cold. You sound weird, Crunk. I'm just kidding. I don't make these two fucking play with character voices. But I do like Crunk's voice. Yeah, come on. Yeah. All right, yeah, you two have two character voices this week. <laughs> Rob's got a week off. Uh, Claudio's not as rambunctious as usual because he's not the pillar of light he once was. Right, right. Loser. Right. Paylor hates him now. No one loves you. <laughs> Brutal. Sad trombone. You got ghosted by Taylor. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys get this message from Kronk being like, yo, I found this crazy weird mirror portal thing. You guys want to check it out or something? Don't let me talk to you, Rob. I know you're just eating a sandwich, but don't let me help. Don't you can eat your sandwich. Eat your sandwich. It's okay. It's not like we're all going to be able to hear you eating a sandwich. I don't know about these portals, man. <laughs> Usually they don't leave good places. I mean, it takes you to the green world. What do you guys think I should, we should do? I think easing something in and see if it pulls it in or if it, uh, or if you can just ease it in. Alright. Take a crossbow bolt, poke at the portal with it. Yeah, you're able to poke at the portal and it, and it makes like ripples along the, you know, mirror surface kind of thing. When it goes no through? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, and it's, you're able to pull it back out. Alright, I'm going to tie a little bit of rope to the end of a crossbow bolt and then shoot it sort of downwards into the portal so I don't like... 
Oh, you're about to murder somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's why I'm shooting it down, so it, like, okay. you know, hits the floor. Okay, you hear a you hear a tank come through the portal. Okay, so sound comes through the portal. That's Hello. good information. How are you? And then I'm going to pull it back out. Okay, it comes back it's out. It's okay. okay. Yeah, it's still so okay. It's just still a portal there. to, like, another room. No, it's on fire and you're dead. <laughs> Oops. Roll the character. The mirror explodes, dealing 10d10 damage to everything in a two mile radius. Yes. Game's over. Obliterated. <laughs> that was fun. See you guys, uh, you know, next next whenever. Next campaign. I, I like to call myself M. Night Shyamalan Jr. <laughs> the twist is there is no twist. It's just ruined your experience. Okay, okay. Leon's probably with you. Um, Why is he with me? I mean, I'm no, well, he's not. He's not with you. He's with these guys. Oh, okay. That's not nice. everything's about you, Rob. Jeez, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everything's about you, Rob. So Leon's there with you, and he's he's probably like, I have one scroll of dimension door. How far does it go? Thousand feet. It'll, it'll probably go far enough to where you guys can just zoop up next to Rob. All right, so let's zoop over to me. This sounds like us ending up inside of a wall. I. Uh, it sounds I, like efficient zooping to me. All right. As far as Eric's understanding of dimension doors, you need to be able to see where you're going. Do you? Yeah, it's like teleport. That's not how I've ever played it before, but if you can't see where you're going, you might miscalculate. Fair enough. So it can only be short range. Yeah, it's like 100 feet per level. Worthless. I No, nah, it's a pretty spanking spell still. Yeah, it's still really nice. Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't teleport to Tokyo from Greyhawk. I'm upset. Range, range 400 feet per level. You instantly transport yourself from your current location to any spot within the range. You always arrive to the exact spot desired, whether by simply visualizing the area or by stating directions such as 900 feet straight downwards, or upwards, or, you know, 45 degree angle, blah, blah, blah. After using the spell, you can't take any other actions. Uh, you have a maximum load. You can bring other creatures up to two per number of level, blah, 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 blah. If you arrive in the place that you've already occupied by somebody else, you explode, blah, 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 you know. But it doesn't say that you have to see it. You just have to know where it is. And Krunk spends... Ten minutes describing the exact perfect directions Some to Leo. Something and fly wear off, and he's out and exposed. Well, he's he's in the broom cupboard. Yeah, I'm not exposed. He hid in a box. So, is there a detriment to miscalculating? Well, yes, there is. If he teleports into the exact spot that Crunk is standing in, which all that requires is that I give you a location, and then go stand somewhere else for a minute. Does Leon know the inside of the arena? If you're really that concerned about it, Krunk could fly out and then use the scroll himself because he knows the exact location. Or you could give the give the ring to Leon. He flies there with directions and then flies back, gets the scroll, and teleports you all there. How it works out, I guess. Right. It, it, one way or another, you guys are able to use this this neato scroll of Dimension Door that Leon has purchased because he's got a few of these neat things in his in his bag. Sorry, my my overthinking, not dying. Yeah. No, I know it's it's reasonable, but at the same time, it's like you know, the I I remember deciding to use this spell for a reason, just in case it's a plot point later on in the game. Trying to get to the other side of a hydrotel. Right. <laughs> you guys use the scroll teleport, and you guys go into like a back room, 
uh, and you teleport to where Crunk is, or excuse me, you dimension door to where Crunk is. And you guys are in front of this room. You open the wine cellar door. You see this mirror portal. It didn't suck his crossbow bolt in, so it sounds like a, a voluntary portal. Yeah. <laughs> or more like a doorway rather than a portal, I guess. Yeah, something like that. How big is it? It's a six-foot mirror by three feet. It's a big-ass mirror. Big. I can step through That's it. That's a big-ass yeah. mirror. Big enough, Good enough. <laughs> yeah, big enough that you can easily step through it and into this thing. All right. I'm going to poke it with my finger. Okay. You poke it. Your finger goes into another area. Does it feel different? No. Poke, poke. All right. Leave your face. I'll step through. Okay. <laughs> you die. <laughs> you explode. Mirror explodes. <laughs> Somebody's dead. Game over. So, you jump into this mirror, Eric, and you, on the other side, you land in a circular room, decorated all around it in these in the same snake motifs. On the floor, there is a five-pointed star, pentagram. At each of the points is a candle. You guys are on the south side of the room, and as you look across it, there, there's the pentagram with its head facing, the topmost point, facing the far end of the room. Does that make sense? Yeah. On the two arms of the pentagram, at the very ends of them, there are two mirrors that look just like the mirror that you just came through. So we're in a hub. Wait, so there's nothing pointing towards the mirror we came out of, though? No. Right, right. And there's only two other mirrors? Yes. And do we see a spiral door anywhere? No. Okay. <laughs> the mirror mystery. Oh, this could be good. Mirrors portals. And mirrors. Jumping in and out of portals. Scooby-Doo. Go listen at the other mirrors, I guess, see if we can hear anything through them. Um, if you go over to the other mirrors, you cannot hear anything. Th- you Make a perception check, I guess. I guess you should do that. Or skills. Um, I got a... Are, are you two going to follow yeah. Eric into the portal? Yeah, why not? Uh, well, I got a 17. Rob, are you following Eric into the portal? Yeah. Eric, with a 17, you don't hear anything on the other side of these mirrors, but you do notice that they are not flowy and liquid. The one that you came through, though, is, and it looks like you can go back. All right, I'll knock on the mirror. It's solid. Okay. And it's 23. You notice that each of these candles looks like they they have been lit recently. The candles that are at each of the points around the Mm -hmm. pentagram. Sounds like we should light these candles. Maybe we should light these candles. Rob, you want to make a perception check? You want to make a perception check? All one. Light all on fire. Yeah, I think that's. I think that you wouldn't notice anything more than the other two have already. Yeah. So there's candles on the points. There's three mirrors. One that you came through, which is still liquidy and portal-like. Two that are not. Light on fire. Okay, which ones are you gonna light? There's the head, which is pointing at the opposite end from the portal that you came from, the two arms, which are pointing at the two new mirrors, and there's the two legs, which are not pointing at any mirror. Oh, okay. How about start at the bottom left, go to the top. The head? Why? To the head. Draw, draw the pentagram. Bottom left, top, bottom right, okay. upper left, okay. upper right. As you light the first candle, the bottom left candle, the right mirror shimmers. Turns the liquid or shimmers? Shimmers. It seems kind of like it's liquid. Do you go over and inspect it some more? Sure. Okay. You go over and look at the mirror, and as you look into it, you see a reflection that's just like you, but different. It's dark, Claudio. Make a will save. 
Um, fifteen. Hold on, let me read how this trap triggers. That's a pretty solid little save. Oh, it is a fifteen. Nice. Okay. So you you see this evil version of yourself. You see this evil version of yourself. Still not a black card. And you are drawn to the dark power that you see in in this other version of who you are or could be. And you but you like tear your eyes away from your, you know, self as you lock, you know, as you make eye contact. And uh, you do not get inspired by this evil version of yourself to attack your friends <laughs> and do bad stuff. Mm. All um, right, all right. You can use bad news bears. Right. And that candle goes out. Okay. Mm. So what if we try to light more than one? Start what if I light them all through? at once? <laughs> flaming hands, though. <laughs> fireball in the middle. That'll light all the candles, as far as I can tell with my thinking. And just think about quick ways to get it done simultaneously. Okay. Kind of do some outside the box thinking. So you gonna are you gonna light all the candles? Can I light them all on fire at the same time? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Okay. You. I'm gonna do that. You light all the candles simultaneously, and as the first two get lit, uh, probably you're probably gonna start with the feet and then just and then go up, right? Sure. Because you just kind of like, um, in an arc. And as the first two get lit, the mirrors both shimmer, and then the other ones also are lit, and the pentagram lights up and explodes. <laughs> and you guys are in the middle of the room. You guys don't get reflex saves because there's nowhere to save. Sorry, guy. <laughs> Seems like a thing to do. Take 15 points of damage. Writing utensil. Oh, jeez. And the, uh, the pentagram glows, you know, goes, stops glowing and is back to its original state. And there's these candles on the, on the floor mm -hmm. and these three mirrors. Well, fuck this fucking pentagram. And then you hear a voice in your head. You got greedy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Try lighting the two bottom feet. You light the two bottom feet. As you light the second foot, the second mirror starts to shimmer. Both mirrors are shimmering now. Do you look at either of them? Um, are there any rocks or anything around here? Yeah, you could probably find, like, a pebble or something. All right, I'll toss a pebble at one of the mirrors. Okay, it's it bounces off. Do you want Dark to go to the other mirror? You, you go didn't it. make you black out. Oh, wait. No, Alan, you go like, take a look, because he might turn into a were-rat. <laughs> but bad. I don't want to do that. Okay, I'll go look. I don't feel like dark now. I'll go look in the, what, brown the other out. one. Okay, Alan, you go and look into the other mirror. Now, as you look into it, you see a cloaked figure. And the cloak is made out of what look like feathers. And you guys lock eyes, and then you're enveloped by this sense of rage and complete betrayal, as well as loss and longing. Make a will save. Thirteen. Okay, that's a little bit more like it. You are taken over by the power of the other side of this portal, and we're going to roll initiative. Woo! All right. Uh, hi, real good for you, Aylin. Hi. Okay, you get a surprise round. What do you think that you do in the surprise round? I'm mad at them. What what spells do you got? Mm -hmm. Let me make this a little easier. Mm -hmm. Fireball. Thanks. Where's your spells? Oh, oh sweet. <laughs> a grand old time over there, aren't you, Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna light them all on fire. Um, <laughs> you're gonna use your quicken spell to cast Raven Feeblement at Eric. It's gonna hit Eric. I think that you get a save. No, I don't know if you do get a save. It's a ray. 
Let me look at it. Yeah, look it up. Because otherwise you're losing nine strength. Nine? What? Yes. Oh, it's one per every other level? Yeah, look it up. I'm pretty sure you're losing <laughs> nine strength. I was to say, I think it caps out like six. And then you're also going to cast Hypnotic Pattern on Rob. Uh, Rob, you get a will save. Okay, that's 1d6 plus uh, one per two caster levels. Okay, so plus level three. I'm seven. So plus three, and I got a four. So seven strength. Woo. So you're losing seven strength. Rob, you, you resist the hypnotic pattern. You did this. You okay. said I had to go look. <laughs> um, and uh, what's your initiatives? 20. 15. Okay, you both are going first. Aelin has lost it. Behind her, you can see a shadowy form that looks strangely reminiscent of something that you've seen before. And there's like a weird arcane energy that's glowing behind her. And it's uh, your ghost. Does this weird arcane energy look corporeal? No. I assume the paralysis from Deathstrike is like semi-permanent. I'm imagining something like... I'm, a, <laughs> I'm imagining... Is that um, I'm imagining that it looks kind of like there's like a glowing aura around her, like Goku when he's gone Super Saiyan. And he's got like that like blue or red flame. My hair's all standing on yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Bitch is angry. Right. She's going into Phoenix mode. 14 strength. Um, wrong. That's still more than my character has. Oh, I should have maximized it. <laughs> I, too late. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been nine. That would have been brutal. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to blow up candles. Okay. I I guess I didn't really think about that. Hi I'm looking for you. Hi. Yeah, let's yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. The mirrors start shimmering. Aelin, make her another will save. Let's talk about that. I'll give you that. She gets another will save. Ooh, she does not make it though. I gave I gave I gave you a good that was Come cool. on, flip, flip. Oh, can I use my flip? Yeah. Okay, I'll flip. Okay, cool, cool. So twenty-five. <coughs> okay, yes, you totally make this save. And Aelin, because of this like weird overdrive that you've gone into, you have like a weird flash of insight and you can now cast disintegrate <laughs> um, yeah higher look good for you hi you can now summon three level ten monsters per round <laughs> he's so broken oh baleful polymorph what the fuck is that I turn you into a rabbit some of these spells are kind of cool but some of them are kind of whack third and fourth level spells are kind of whack yeah, they're missed. Okay. Suzanne, you can cast Fire Shield. Is that third level? It's a fourth level spell. Okay. And you can use your bonus spell slot to do that. I'm saying, I don't think she has that slot yet. I Wait. do. No, it's an eighth level. For a second, I... No, she can't sorcerer. cast it from her sorcerer, but she can use yeah, your bonus spell. Yeah, but the bonus spell you have it. I have, I have one fourth level from some bonus at some point. Right, it's because you have a high charisma. What's Fire Shield? Creatures attacking you take fire damage, and you are protected from hot and cold damage. Ooh, I like it's basically that. just like you have you are surrounded in flames. Does it last like a while? Yeah, it's got a good thing. You can look okay. it up. Okay. Yeah, I can read. Good, because I can't. But you all like <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know that one. <laughs> right. Are you just gonna say that forever now? Yeah. Don't make fun of me. I'm illiterate. <laughs> I am illiterate though. I can't read. So let me quick uh go through this passage. Yeah, there's you guys are in this room. 
Suzanne is like smoking slightly. Aelin's mm-hmm. just standing there, smoke's coming off of her. As this overdrive is coming down. Alright, I'm gonna ask Leon. So what do you think's going on here? What are we uh, is there some other purpose we what can find? What the fuck, for this? man? Leon's like, uh pff, I'm not I'm not a genius, but maybe we need to light the right candles. Uh, right, so like... Thanks, Leon. Right, wow, right, Leon, right. how so helpful. Maybe we can use like the process of elimination here or something. So he goes up and lights one of the arms. Yeah. Let's make Leon do the rest which, of it and take all the risks. Which, which, which <laughs> arm? He's like, let's light one of the arms. Which ones do you want? Which one do you want to light? Upper right. Okay. He goes over and he lights the upper, upper right one. And as he does it, the right mirror starts glowing. Not shimmering. It's glowing. It's glowing. <laughs> I'll throw a rock at it. Same thing. Rock bounces off. Still solid. Sounds like quite more death clones. If the last couple mirrors are any uh, indication, I should not do this. I have terrible will saves. Leon goes over and he lights the left leg. that The one that's in line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the mirror starts shimmering as well as glowing. Throw a rock at it. Bounces off. Light the tap. The head? Yeah. As you light the head, an explosion. Come on. Take 13 points of damage. Everybody? Yep. Fuck um, you, Claudio. Leon pulls out a couple of uh, Cure Light Wounds potions. He hands each of you two of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's try to make these last, okay? I only got <laughs> I only got like 20 more of them. Uh, I'm rich, bitch. Two levels of noble. Oh, what are they? 1d8 plus 5? They're plus 1, but they're also plus an additional one because you have the sweet healing domain. Ooh. Alright. So 2d8 plus 4 total. You guys get back. Leon's like, well, I guess we're making some progress. So only eight more than 2. Alright. <laughs> so I guess uh, repeat the process up until the uh, right before we light the head. Okay. So you have the right arm and the left leg. Um, so there's the left arm and the right leg and the head. Don't like the head. Alright, um, okay, maybe, (laughs) maybe instead of laying the head, do the bottom right foot? I don't know. Uh, um. Do you like the bottom right foot? No. Can I pick up one of the candles and throw it at one of them? No, it's attached to the ground. <laughs> Wait, so which ones are Just start kicking them over. Um, Fuck uh, this shit. Bottom left, upper right. Alright, well let's try lighting the other foot. Okay, you, so you, you gave me a look like, don't do that. So you, <laughs> so you light this foot, and the room explodes. Take 11 points of damage. Woo! I'm gonna go with what I originally said. I think we gotta light that one. Okay, Plus, we've it. done all the other ones. You're gonna light it? <laughs> yes. Okay, you light it, and the mirror turns into liquid. It turns into a portal. So okay. you can go through it. Wait, what yeah, else? It does listen to me from Wait, let these two then. What and was then the that one. one. And then so it's an arrow pointing at the. Yeah, that's arrow. why I picked yeah. that. <laughs> as, you, as you light the third candle, the pentagram shifts and points towards the mirror, and the mirror starts to shimmer and shake. And you can now go through it. Hey guys, it's me, Gabe. 
your host, your DM, and your Brendan Frazier. You freed me from prison, so now I will lead you to Hamadaptra. Real quick, we got a sponsor this week. Our show was barely made possible by Fix It Again Engineering. Are you tired of your car that never breaks down? Are you upset that your lights stay on and you never have to change the bulbs? Are you distressed because the world around you isn't falling apart? Don't you just want your computer to constantly freeze and lose files? How about just one more update? Oh wait, you need more space. Delete some of your other files. Try Fix It Again Engineering. We make products that fall apart almost immediately after use. Those light bulbs won't even turn on. You don't have to worry about your washing machine or your dishwasher breaking because it's already broke. Some assembly required, but you get the joy of fixing it again and again and again and again. Over in the RL, we got a couple shout outs. Real quick, thank you for allowing us to use your music, Future James. Thank you, Future James. And once again, I'd like to call out the Steadwells for being fucking awesome. You guys rock. You can find them on iTunes and Instagram. They got a bunch of places. Don't miss out. If I could ask you guys to once again, like and subscribe and tell your friends, blah, 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 blah. This is getting annoying. Just share. Leave an iTunes review and then you can skip these. You don't have to listen to them anymore. And then I don't have to do them anymore. And we can all be free of constant commercial breaks. But if you would like to support us, please tell your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes. It means the world to me, and I will actually read them. Tweet at us if you want to have a mention in the show or anything crazy or cool that you think that might be good. Or if you think that I fucked up real bad and you want to tell me I'm a fucking idiot. Tweet at me that. I don't even care. Just tweet me. Or not. I fucking hate Twitter. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Once again, this is INC D&D. It's never cloudy. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host, Gabe. Gabriel. Gaber. Gabby. Gabby Babby. I'm your friend. I'm your buddy. I'm your pal, guy. Enjoy the show. Yeah. So, you activate this sweet portal. Yeah, it's activated now. And Leanne's like, oof, glad that's over. Jump through the portal. Crump jumps through the portal. Dead forever. Uh, I wait for my strikes to come back. <laughs> Rob shows through the portal. Eric waits okay. a couple hours. Yep. No, seven minutes. <laughs> you, my strength come back. Are you going to wait seven minutes? Heck Can I yeah. pop back through the portal? Let me uh, let me describe what you see beyond the portal. Visible first. <clears throat> I already did it. This is bad <laughs> order of operations. Yeah, this is, not, this is not the order of operations that you want to do this in. No. Okay, so Rob, you appear in a small square room that contains three plain wooden coffins. Two of the coffins lie along the south wall, while the third is placed against the north. Several empty sacks are piled near the north coffin. This whole room is decorated in these same snake motifs, Rob, all around it, and it arches up into a dome. There's only one door that exits out of this room, and the portal behind you is not a standing mirror like the one before, it's a mirror that's like set into the wall. In the coffins, you see three corpses, and they look like undead, like they're zombies, like okay. zombie corpses. As you jump through the portal, they rustle a little bit, and you notice as you're looking at them that these guys are all covered in a very strange but familiar-looking goo. Make slime draggers. Make make a stealth check. I mean, which one do you want? Hide, move silently. Hide. I, that's going to be 
these zombies rustle and like stand up as they notice somebody has entered this room. You like land on the floor with a you know pitter patter, and they like open their eyes, and you quick pop your ring on, and they don't see you. Okay. They can't see you. No. Yep. But they do know that something's there. They have been alerted that something's going on. Yes. And then you dive back through the portal. Okay, you dive back through the portal. You're back on the other side of the portal. Kronk reappears. Guys, there's a... Excuse me. Some zombies in there. Excuse me. The portal rustles. You see nothing. And then Kronk's voice comes out of nothing. (laughs) He says... (laughs) (laughs) A disembodied voice says, Guys, there's a bunch of fucking zombies in there. I just woke them up. (laughs) My bad. Okay. So you guys proceed to wait a few minutes until... I, I, I become visible again. Wait till full strength. Okay, so you guys... Crump reappears eventually. You guys rest. Leon's like, all right, all right. If we're going to take a minute, everybody drink a potion. Here's a cure light wounds. He drinks one himself. And he probably applies something to his weapon. And if you you know if you ask him, he's like, it's holy water. Uh, I'm going to drink two of those potions. Sorry, the two potions he gave me. Okay. I'm going to cast it on myself, too. I need some more than that. I'm only up to 30. Up to 42. Nice. 46. So you guys heal up, get your stuff back, get ready to go. And you jump through the portal all at the same time? Ha-ha! Boing! Sounds about right. You guys jump through the portal and uh, roll for initiative. As these guys are not surprised at all because they could totally hear you through the portal. Getting ready. Uh, 16. 22. 19. 16, 22, 19. Herbal is 6, and I have a minus 1 on my initiative, so. What? <laughs> it's your turns. Uh, there are three zombies, slime zombies. Two on the left wall, one on the right. I'm not first. I'm not either. <laughs> Kronk? <laughs> I, no, I know. I just. We all know I'm just going to light them on fire. <laughs> I'm dominant, I didn't go invisible again. Yep. Sure didn't. <sighs> It's always room to go invisible again. Because it, it had time to recharge while I waited to gain my strength yeah. back. But I could have just put it on right before we stepped through and then it not had to do it now. Right. So yeah. do you move into a... You turn invisible and move into a good position? Yeah. Okay. Crunk turns invisible and moves to the far side of the room into a good position. On the far side of the room, there's, there's the door. Mm-hmm. Do you probably like set up near or by it or do you like go into one of the corners maybe? I'll go over there near, near the door. Okay. Make a perception check. 27. Jeez. Okay, you hear some slithering that you think is beyond the door. We drank a bunch of tea this morning too, right, guys? Yes. No, you did not. You did not say that. <laughs> you did say it in the morning. You did say it in the morning. No. No, you did not. You can't drink tea while we're prepping? No, not. You didn't say it in the last five minutes. And you didn't say that when you drank it when you woke up. You forgot. Deal with it. I think we should have a again? mass preparations block. That all I wrote was drink tea all day, every day. Some tea. It makes it so you have advantage on initiative checks. Uh, Oh, well. I already rolled good. I was going to say, I rolled a 20. Yeah, you guys already did fine. It's not even... Yeah. So, Crunk moves into a good position. Aelin, are you up? I think you're up next. Yeah. Can I... Fireball? Um, if you do, you're definitely going to hit your compatriots. Tiny room. I will... Scorching Ray, then. Okay. There's... How many of them? There's three of them. Three? So, I will aim at two of them. One is bad. This is a spell, right? Yeah. Scorching Ray. She's making a hit roll. Oh, wait, this isn't five. Oh, yeah, five. scorching ray. It's plus five, so eight and a 17. The eight misses, okay. but the 17's gonna hit. Okay. And as it hits these guys, it 
it, it, it absorbs into the goo. Make a spell resistance check to see if it dissipates. So, Suzanne, the way that the spell resistance works, right? You roll a d20. She has spell penetration. You add your bon- add uh, your charisma and whatever other bonuses you may have. Plus two. 18? So it hits no, 14. 14. So it hits this goo. Okay. Just gets absorbed into the goo and doesn't do anything. Oh, fuck. Claudio, it's your turn. Alright. I will... This shit. Do I remember what happens if they hit us? If anything funky happens or do they just hit us? You don't know. These things look reminiscent to the goo-ghouls that you fought before, but they look more slimy than gooey. They look more like the slime dragons that were in your uh, in the Dark World episode compared to the uh, goo monsters, which were gooey. Alright. From what I remember, I guess we can just smack them around. So, how big is this room? Bigger your mama. Oh. Oh, it's a very small room. It's a tiny room. <laughs> Not very much room to move. I didn't say in the description, so I want to say 20 by 20-ish. Alright, I charge. Into the two or into the one? To the one. Okay. All right, and hit with a 28. Okay, you're totally hitting. Ooh. And deal nine. Okay. Sorry, I rolled a Suck. Okay, and it's and Leon's going to go. He take out a sword. He's probably going to run up on the same one that you ran on. Eric, he gets a 16 plus. He's going to hit. What? He does, he does nine points of damage. It's the zombie's turn. The two zombies, one of them's gonna run up to Aelin. Uh, which armor class, Aelin? It misses you. <laughs> One's gonna run up on Leon. It's gonna hit him. And when a bit of the goo hits him, um, it like absorbs into his like skin mm-hmm. and like leeches over his arm and shoulder as he gets hit. He doesn't take very much damage, but he does look ill afterwards. And the last one's going to hit you, Eric, because he can see you. What's your arm class? Uh, 26. Okay, he's got plus two for flanking. I did not hit. Okay, you get missed. Crunk. Alright, um, I'm going to attack the closest one to me with both of my scimitars. Okay, that's probably the one that's hitting at Leon. Okay, Jim. So, I go one for one of them. And you're using both your scimitars? You throw one of them across the room. Mm-hmm. And thrown sword always kills. <laughs> and a 24 for the other. That one's going to hit. Alright. 25. That's the one that hasn't been begun at all. You hit it real good. You like stab it in the back and it like slices through its gooey organs. And like some of them like slop onto the ground, but it's still up fighting. Can I, uh, do I still that's it. Suzanne? I'm gonna... Cast Fire Shield. Okay. Because I don't want to get hit by these things. You are in Super Saiyan mode. Yeah! Uh, Claudio? I'm on a full round attack on the one in front of me, unless it moved. Alright. Uh, <laughs> first one hits a 31, and the second one hits a 15. Um, the 15's gonna miss. Alright. Um, take 13. And this is the one you get before? Yep. Turns into a sludge puddle. Leon's gonna slash at one of the other ones, uh, but he misses. It's their turn, there's two of them. One is striking at you, Aelin, and it's gonna hit you. 
fire shield? How does yeah? How does fire so shield? So it gets hit with one d six plus one per caster level. So a d six plus, plus seven. Pretty good. So it takes 12 points of damage. Um, higher low. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> higher low good for you. Hi. Okay. It does not burn the ooze away, though, as the ooze leeches into your skin. Make a fortitude save. Gross. 19. You resist the sickening feeling of this. You do not lose constitution and wisdom. And the other one's going to go. It's probably going to strike at... Uh, we'll do it randomly. Eric, Krunk, or Leon. It's going to strike at Krunk. Which armor class, Krunk? 21. Uh, it's going to hit you. Okay. Um, you're going to take 7 points of damage. Oh, and Alan, you also take some damage. You're going to take 4 points of damage. Thank you. Krunk, make a fortitude save. Okay. You are slapped in the, in the throat. By this, by this slime zombie, right? And some of the goo gets into your mouth. And, and before you can spit it out, it like leech goes into you, and you can feel it like this weird presence in your mind for a moment. And then you start hearing, hearing a laughing, and the laughing gets louder and louder. Lose one point of wisdom for the next 12 hours, and lose one point of constitution. I forgot, I forgot the worst part about this, sorry. Um... Healing magic on you now, Rob, is only going to do half. Okay. Nice. That sucks. The best part. <laughs> um, and it's your turns. Crunk first, I think. All right, well, I'm going to attack the ghoul in front of me again. Uh, all right, that's uh, 27 and a 25. Yeah, those are both going to hit. Um, my flank can move up. Yeah, you can move into a flank position. All right, uh, so do I get sneak attack on Yes. First one, 20. Second one, I don't know what you want to do with the fire damage on. I don't know, maybe that's not going to do anything. Uh, like the blue one, 21 regular damage. Okay, it goes down. All right. Aelin, there's one more zomboid. Okay, I'm a scorching ray. Two scorching rays. Fuck you. You're going to hit with one of them. Okay. 23 and uh, 14. The 14's actually going to hit two. Ooh. Because uh, it's touch AC as well. Ooh. Do I need to roll spell? Yes. Okay. You need to roll twice. Add d20 plus caster level plus spell penetration. So plus nine. Okay. 16 and 11. The 16's going to get through. Uh, 9, 10, 11. Do I add anything? No? Okay. 11 points of that damage then. Wahaha. Claudio. Gotcha. So I killed the one in front of me already. Even though I dealt way less damage than anybody else, um, <laughs> I will move up on. There's one left. Mm-hmm. I'll charge if I. You don't need to charge. It's within five feet. Four on attack. Uh, purple's number one. Does a nineteen hit? Yes. All right, and then I'm assuming an eleven does not. No. Take ten. Okay. Between you and Leon, you guys smash it from either side and it turns into a puddle of goo. Mm-hmm. So you guys are in this room. There's several piles of glue, goo and some coffin. Piles of glue. Piles of glue and coffins and these weird right. motifs. Well, so I'm going to take a peek at the coffins and see what's going on and see if it's filled with slime. Um, if you look at the coffins, they look like these are coffins for people who died in the arena. 
and it's almost like they were bodies that were meant to be destroyed, and instead they came here. They came here for experiments or something. Oh, Make some perception checks. 26. 16. Also 26. Yes, math. Yes, math. Eric, you hear something that sounds like retching coming from the other side of the door. Okay. From the door we came through? Or no. the door in here? The door in here. You guys came out of a mirror. Okay. Uh, knowledge religion. Know what kind of undead it is. <laughs> yeah, with, with, you don't need to make a knowledge religion. With your perception check, it sounds like somebody is, like, violently vomiting. It's a spitter? Yeah. <laughs> Ducks. I think that's the ones in Left 4 Dead are going. I don't remember. Yeah. The guy ones in uh, Diablo 2 that, that go, ah, and the that zombies come the, up out of the ground. The wretched mothers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. All right, I'll walk up to the door and see if it sounds like it's moving at the door, or if it's just retching on the other side of the door. Now, as you as you get close to the door, you can kind of hear that it seems like it's a little muffled, like it might be down a hallway or something. Um, so it's violently duking. All right, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Screaming bombs. <Yes. laughs> You've never puked that hard. I totally have. It's I was going to say, you know you've puked that hard. <laughs> um, who hasn't? Been Anyways, there for it. Do you guys want to go down this, go through this here door? Yeah. Go, Is it go real? Get, go get some slime spit on us. You know, something like that. <laughs> slime rooney Okay, so you guys open the door and go down the hallway? Carefully. Okay, so you guys cautiously... Shield at the ready. <laughs> Up front. Uh, you guys go down a short hallway and enter a rectangular room, which seems to be about 30 feet long and 10 feet wide. On the far end of the room, there are two braziers in either corner. In this room, you see a number of bodies laying about the floor. In the center of the room is what appears to be a very large serpent. And as you guys, like, get closer to the end of this hallway... Living can, serpent or a statue serpent? As you, as you get to the end of this hallway, you can see that the vomiting sound is actually this large snake. And it's got, like, the torso of a human at the end. But the human end of it is, like, its head is still that of a snake. And its jaw is opening in a, like to twice the size of what it normally should be able. And it's just yacking up a corpse onto the ground. And this corpse is covered in a thick green goo. Delicious. And as you guys get to the end of the hallway and like see this thing violently puking up these corpses, which are now all over the floor, and there's maybe four or five of them in this room, it looks up at you and hisses. <laughs> <laughs>